0: It can be so easy to get caught up in all of the doing and the going and the moving and the things that we feel like we're supposed to do that sometimes when we take a step back, we realize that our homeschool and our life doesn't look like we thought it would. It doesn't look the way we wanted it to. And we're not living out the life that God was calling us to. So if you're looking around thinking, is this really what we're supposed to be doing? Is this what we want our days to look like? Is this where God wants us? Then this episode is for you. And today we are talking about four steps to get back on track to reclaim your homeschool, to reclaim your family for God's glory. All right, let's do it. Hey mama, welcome to the Nourished Mom Podcast, where you're going to learn how to find balance between homeschooling, housework, and all the other things. God is calling your family to a life of peace and goodness, even on those days when you're trying to remember why you chose to homeschool, you just want a minute to yourself, and you're overwhelmed with a million things to do. If you're ready for simple routines, time management strategies, and biblical mindsets to transform your days from on balance to intentional, then you are in the right place. So set those kiddos up with some Legos, some independent work, or whatever is going to keep them engaged for the next 15 minutes while we dig into today's show. So we've been in a pretty busy season. I'm taking this amazing business course for the podcast and I've been really busy pouring into this and we've been busy with soccer and just the start of of homeschooling for the season and all the other activities that we're doing. And recently I just took a step back and I realized that the what we were doing wasn't really what I wanted to be doing, and it wasn't what I felt like I was called to be doing. Our days were becoming filled with worksheets, and the love of learning was getting sucked out of my kids. And honestly, the worksheets and the structure, the way I had it, was a necessity for that season. I had to have the kids busy doing their independent work, and it was the easiest way for me to get them to do that. But when I started hearing things like, oh, I hate math so much and all of these other things that I, that I don't love to hear, I, I really felt called to just stop and reevaluate and take a different approach for this season. And I do this regularly because what that what's going to work in one season isn't always what's going to work in the next season. And our, our lives are different. God calls us to different things. So sometimes we've just, we have to adapt and we have to change. And that's where I'm at right now. And about every few months, I go through this process where I walk through four steps to really get a vision for, for our homeschool And all the areas of our life and really make sure that we're in step with where God wants us to be. And if you're feeling kind of blah, like you're not sure that this is where you want to be or you think you just need some changes, I really recommend going through this four-step process because it's definitely going to help you get some clarity, get some vision, and make some great changes to get you where you want to be and where you're supposed to be. So step one we're gonna do a brain dump. So if you've never done a brain dump before, it's basically what it sounds like. You're just gonna like dump out all the things that are inside your brain, everything you're thinking about. Um, So whatever you're thinking about when it comes to homeschool, the things that you do, the things that you want to do, the things that you feel like you should be doing, the things that you don't wanna do but you think about all the time, write all of these things down and just get them out of your mind. This is a perfect way to start to get clarity. And honestly, I do a brain dump like almost every single night before I go to bed, either in my journal or in my Google Keep app, um, just to get all the things out so I'm not thinking about it while I'm trying to fall asleep. All right, so write all of those things down. So first of all, I should have said, you need a piece of paper and a pencil. Okay. After you get everything out of your mind, write it all down clearly, you're going to move to step two. We need to get a vision. What is God calling you to in this season? What does he want for your family? Because the goal is not to do all the things. And I know (laughs) that so many of my podcast titles talk about doing all the things. But ladies, I'm just trying to get your attention. Because honestly, the goal is not to do all the things, but it's to do what God is calling you to do and to do it well. So what is God calling you to? This list is probably going to look a little bit different than your first list because when you thought about all the things that you should be doing and want to be doing, you're probably thinking more like specific tasks. For this vision, I want you to think more big picture, like maybe raising your children to love the Lord. Or teaching your children gratitude or um, obedience or to love learning. What is God calling you to in a big picture for this season? And I want you to write it down. So I want you to think long term. And then I also want you to think short-term. You can even make different columns for, for each category, but write all of these ideas that the Lord's bringing to you under vision and pray about this. Ask him for guidance. Ask him to give you wisdom and clarity and to give you a vision. Okay, so step three Now you need to get some clarity. I want you to look at your first list and I want you to look at your second list. And when you're looking at your vision, these are the things that really all of our small tasks should be fitting under. So if our small tasks don't fit under the bigger vision, then we need to ask ourselves, is this something we should be doing and why are we doing this? So I want you to look over your, your first list and highlight the things that fit under the vision, the things that that help you to do what God is calling you to do. And then I want you to cross out the things that aren't fitting with the vision, like the things that you're just like, why do we keep doing this? I don't, I don't know why we're doing this. And if you have questions about some of them and you're just not sure, it's not really fitting under the vision, but it's something that you really like and maybe you feel called to do, write a question mark on the side of it. It's so easy to fill our time with things that really aren't bringing us to where God wants us to be and they're not keeping us on the path that he has for us. So I really want you to think about this, and it's probably not going to be a quick five-minute thing and you're done, but you might start new conversations with your husband. You might start new conversations with your kids and just start thinking about these things. So when you look over your list, are there things that you highlighted that you really feel would help you be where God wants you to be that you aren't doing? Are there things on your list that you've crossed out that aren't really getting you to where you want to be? that you are doing and maybe doing a lot of, this is where we need to make some changes. We were doing a lot of worksheets, and I don't think there's anything wrong with worksheets. I think that they serve a purpose and they can be good for for some goals that we're trying to achieve. But right now, they weren't for us. They were causing... They were causing my kids to not like learning. And I mean, don't get me wrong, we still do some worksheets, but we're not focusing on the worksheets anymore because I just feel that that God is calling us to something different in this season. So these might be some like harder choices that you have to make, and you might have to get your mindset in alignment with what you know, with what God has for you. so for instance, if if the worksheets really help you to feel like you're, Like you're getting something done. They help you feel accomplished. They help you feel like you're not falling behind as a homeschool mom. They could serve a purpose for you. Or maybe, if God's calling you away from that in this season, maybe you're going to have to do some mindset work to realize that it's okay to not check those boxes off, that your kids can learn in different ways, and that your value is not in making sure you get all of those things checked off. Wherever God has you, there's no right or wrong answer. Okay, so I felt like I was babbling a little bit about the worksheets. But look for your list. Where do you have to make changes? Are there some things that you really have to cut out? Are there some things that you have to add in? Be specific. What does it look like for you? And that brings us to step four. Because we're going to set specific goals and make new habits and routines around them. So we can reclaim our homeschool. So we can actually be obedient and do the things that God is calling us to while all the while living out those desires of your heart, what you really truly believe your homeschool, your family, your life should be. There's a scripture that says that God gives us the desires of our heart. And what I really think that means is that when we follow his plan, that the desires of our heart truly change to really want what he wants for us. And I know that you have that yearning in your heart. You have that desire to break free from all of the things that you think you should do and just do the things that you're called to do. Okay, so I want you to pick two things that God is calling you to this week, and I want you to create some new routines around them. So I want you to remember that a routine is going to happen in a three-part loop. You need a trigger, so something that's going to trigger you to do it. So that means it needs to be specific. So if God is calling you to start a Bible study this week with your children, when are you going to do it? So maybe it is in the morning after you eat breakfast. That could be a great trigger. Maybe it is in the evening before you go to bed. So that could also be a great tr- trigger. But you need to decide what will work for you and what will work for your family and get specific. Is it going to be every single morning or is it just going to be Monday through Thursday because you have co op on Friday? Or is it going to be every single evening or is it going to be certain evenings of the week? So be very specific. Then decide on your routine. Are you going to read from the Bible? Are you going to read from a devotional? What are you going to do for your Bible study routine? Then I want you to be clear on the reward because you're not going to stick with something if there is no clear reward. And then I want you to be clear on the reward with the rest of your family that is, that is doing this with you too. Talk it up. Talk about how good it is. The Bible study is going to help you to get closer to God and be nicer to each other and fill your hearts with joy and whatever. Just talk it up and let everybody be aware of the reward. Then I also want you to think about the obstacles. So this is something that I do with my clients on our coaching calls because obstacles will come up. So when you're running late in the morning and you feel like you don't have time to do the Bible study, what are you gonna do? Are you just gonna throw it out the window? Or do you have a plan for it? I want you to make a plan. So maybe if you're, if you're late, then you can move the Bible study to bedtime. Or maybe you can do it in the car and one of your children reads it or something like that. But I want you to think of a solution that will work for you. And the last step is to be prepared. So for whatever routine you are making, you might need some tools to be prepared. Do you need, for the Bible study, do you need your Bible? Do you need a new devotion? Do you need a pen and paper? I don't know what your routine looks like, but you need to be prepared with the tools that you need. So I want you to figure all that out as well. Okay, so by the end of this process, you should have two new routines to things that God is calling you to in this season. You should have a trigger, a routine, a reward. You should have written down the obstacles and the solutions and what you need to do to prepare. And the last thing I want you to do, this is a bonus step, step number five, I want you to look at the things that you feel like you are being called away from. I want you to pick one if you have one, and make a plan to cut it out of your life. Because if God's not calling you to it, you don't need it. I promise you. Let go of the fear. Let go of whatever is holding you to it. And just trust that God is calling you away from it. And that's that. Have faith. Okay, ladies, I hope that these steps really will motivate you and give you the direction to make the changes, to make your homeschool, into what What God is showing you it should be, you know, whatever that is, focusing on the things that he is calling you to and saying no to all those things that just don't fit, those things that the world is telling you that you need that you just really don't need. And if you feel like if you need a change, but you're really strategy isn't your thing and you're not sure where to get started and you just, you could use some accountability, schedule a routine strategy coaching call with me. I have a couple spots left for November and I will put the link below. All right, ladies, I pray that the Lord gives you wisdom, that he gives you a vision for all that he is calling you to as a homeschool family. And I pray that he gives you the energy and the motivation to carry it out. In Jesus' name, amen. Real quick before you go, if this podcast blessed you or inspired you in any way, could you please take a minute to write a review on Apple Podcasts? Writing a review is the number one way that you can help me to reach more moms just like you. And reading your reviews truly inspires me and encourages me to keep doing this work. Also, don't forget to connect with other like-minded mamas in our Facebook community so that we can encourage and uplift each other on this journey. The link to the Facebook group is in the show notes. Thank you for listening and may your heart overflow with God's peace and love. God bless.